This is the Business Breakfast with Oanda on Jazz FM. Online trading, currency data, money transfers. Greg Ellen, Mark Zandlis at Oanda joins us now. Obviously, our thoughts with the Prime Minister and his family, as they are, of course, with all suffering from and after um, the, the virus and the effects of the virus itself. Having so said, uh, the risk of appearing cynical and businesslike about this, the business as usual mantra uh, has to continue, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. And I mean, obviously, we've seen that and it reflected across the markets. Um, obviously, from a purely UK perspective, it does create quite an element of uncertainty. You don't want to think about the worst case scenarios, but markets typically do. We know we know who would obviously replace him, but do we know that what kind of path that would go down? Sure. We don't want to really be thinking about that at this moment in time from a personal perspective, because the reality of the situation is, is it an extremely sad situation and the last thing you want to be planning for is uh, the worst case scenario this is one of those weird areas where you're following the markets on a day-to-day basis you're always looking forward but in cases like this it just feels almost an extremely bad taste your, and all your, you really want to do is just hope for a, a full recovery your first reaction was one of caution was it yeah, it is. I mean, you, you hope that this is more, uh, you, you hear intensive care and you think uh, that this um, is heading in a terrible direction. Uh, you only hope that this is um, more precautionary given um, his position uh, and that hopefully uh, we are overreacting at this stage. Uh, but like I say, it, it is very much one of those situations okay. where you're uh, trying to apply market <laughs> to markets to indeed. Um, uh, a very sad real life situation. And, and on that, um, it- the, the background to, to, to what you've just said, um, there was a general feeling there's, a, there's a, it's a bit of virus peak optimism, if I can put it like that, plus the thought that there may be more help from, from governments generally and central banks, therefore, to soften the, the, the impact of, of, the, of the virus itself. And that's helped shares, hasn't it? It did yesterday, at least. It's, to be honest, it's what we've been saying for quite a long time. So it's not surprising necessarily that we're seeing a bit of a bounce back. I'm just more surprised that we're seeing one already because the expectation is that this is going to get much worse still before it really does start to improve. In the UK, we've had two consecutive days where the uh, death count has uh, reduced, uh, which is really encouraging. But when we've been preparing for a quite dreadful week or two um, I wonder whether this is counter trend rather than the new trend which would uh, which would suggest we've been premature from a, a rebound perspective in the US we uh, we saw one day of decrease we've seen that pick up just a little bit but um, if you were if, if you were ignoring all the advice that we've been given from all the experts you could look at that and suggest that maybe the trend is moving in our favour unfortunately we have had the advice from all the experts and the experts warned that this is going to get far worse the current death toll in the US is just shy of 11,000. We've been told that the worst, the best case scenario is 100,000. So that suggests that we've got a really, really, really difficult couple of weeks to go, which is what makes moments like this in the markets yes. quite uh, bizarre because rising 7% when you're waiting for such a week and such an uncertain week, um, it's quite staggering to me. Okay. Um, now, the British, we, we talked about the, the actual imposition uh, and the, 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 the follow through of help to business. The British business bank's coming under criticism, isn't it, from um, large companies in the UK who are saying it's not fit for purpose. I mean, you know, from one point of view, you'd kind of expect that, wouldn't you? Because this is, after all, um, a government backed initiative, and famously, governments don't do business. 
Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's always going to be extremely difficult and I think it's always going to be something that does need to evolve. And I think this is also an extremely difficult time for businesses. I think that we are going to see a lot of criticism main, and, and of many of the new schemes. We've already heard stories um, of many of these new schemes which are designed to protect small, medium-sized businesses um, not being as simple and, and effective uh, as they could have been. But I think, uh, I guess, in many cases, a lot of this has been rushed through uh, in order to try... Uh, and provide a backstop for an economy against an unprecedented shock. Um, and we are going to see challenges for many of these businesses. And we just hope that the government, um, under the, what will be the leadership of Dominic Raab until uh, Boris hopefully uh, improves, um, will be very quick to react um, uh, and provide that backstop that many of these businesses will need. Uh, and they the the, the the suggestion is they don't have that long to wait. Um, the, if the yeah. government's going to be slow, then it is going to come at the expense of jobs and businesses. On equities, the, the, the dividend payout discussion is continuing, isn't it? Amongst, I mean, internationally. You can understand this. I mean, it's all right saying that the banks should be halting dividends, but at the same time, that's one reason why people want to invest in them. And you have to say that a cornerstone of what actually happens, whether you like it or not, is the fact that people want to invest in things. Yeah, of course. Um, and it's always going to be difficult for many of those funds that rely on those dividends um, uh, and are now going to see massive outflows. You look at things like pension funds, you look at annuities, the, you look at any areas where they rely on these funds for liquidity in order to pay out um, uh, as on the back of those uh, returns. Um, but unfortunately, we do have to look at the big picture right now. And the bigger picture is that we are heading into a global slowdown. Uh, we are heading into a period where companies are looking for bailouts, are looking for sub government, sub governmental support. Um, and therefore, we have to be reviewing whether paying out dividends at this moment in time when uh, balance sheets are going to be taking a huge hit is the best scenario. Obviously, it's going to be a case-by-case case basis. If you're talking to Ocado and you're saying to them, this is not the time to be paying um, a, a dividend, they, they may turn to you and say, well, actually, we've actually had our record quarter. Um, you'd look, there are going to be other companies who are going to fall into that bracket. So it is going to be a company-by-company company basis. Um, but broadly speaking, you are going to see dividends taking a huge hit now over the next few quarters uh, as companies look to uh, shore up their finances. Okay. Uh, the, the there is also discussion, isn't there, about circuit breakers in the in the actual me mechanics of the stock market. What this is in the United States, for example, is that the market falls seven percent, then these circuit breakers come in and trading finishes. Then the next one is thirteen percent. Then it's twenty percent. Um, is can you actually impose a realistic stop on stock market expectations, which is what drops are basically? You could argue that these circuit breakers were quite effective um, at times during the panic period of last month. They were triggered on numerous occasions in both directions, um, and they did stop um, the the markets move, making some extraordinary moves. And we know that the impact that kind of high speed trading, etc., can have in exacerbating some of these moves. We've seen these kind of uh, little mini market crashes uh, happen, and we don't know what would have happened had these circuit breakers not kicked in. You could argue that maybe you should have them closer so that you're not seeing the level of drops that we were seeing. But to be honest, I look at the last month and I almost see the the, the success of the circuit breaker rather than where it needs to necessarily um where it necessarily needs to be improved. This is not uh, affecting a free market. This is protecting the free market. And um 
yeah, I think it just. Uh, I, I think the last month was an example of why these. Uh, why these circuit breakers are needed and the good that they can do to create a bit of pause in the markets. The only argument that we've heard over the last month is whether there should be a broader circuit breaker. So a lot of people talking about whether the markets needed to close for a number of days uh, until we had more clarity and certainty rather than allow the panic to spread on lack of. But I think that wasn't necessary in the end. Uh, And I think um, that would maybe be needed for more extreme circumstances. And I don't think this was quite it. Okay, Debenhams has gone into administration. That's something which uh, was happening perhaps a long time before the coronavirus outbreak. Um, suppliers are also saying that uh, they can't cope with uh, with payment terms, which have now slipped to 150 days. I think any business could do that, could they? No, um, I mean that's yeah, that goes without saying. I feel like this is um, one of those um, examples where you can't even necessarily put this down to coronavirus, even if it was maybe the straw that breaks the camel's back. It kind of it has an air of flyby about it. This is a business a business that was already um, pretty much heading uh, heading that way. Um, it, it seemed inevitable that we were going to hit that point. Mike Ashley has been talking for a long time um, about how much worse the situation is than he anticipated, and. It, this this had a, this had a strong air of inevitability about it. Um, when you've got that situation, when you close all the stores, it's only a matter of time. And I don't think they were ever going to be one of those companies that was going to be high on the list um, in terms of getting that additional support because of the direction of travel it was already taking. Okay. Craig, thank you very much indeed. Craig Ellen, there, market analyst at Oanda. The Business Breakfast on Jazz FM with Oanda. Online trading, currency data, money transfers. 